0: Alright, what book is this?
1: The n- name of this book is Secret. Chapter five.
0: To pages. Nope that's that one. Chapter
1: five is that. Oh. And then chapter turn. five line. As much as they differed. Differed from each other, Cass and Max Max Ernest. Ernest I mean, Cass and Max Ernest had one thing in common. Neither was a liar. this was unfortunate as I'm sure you know for experience lying is an important skill to have. It is extremely important for ex for s- Exam- examples for example when you want to visit a s- a sit. I cite mm-hmm. for a mysterious di- disappearance, disappearance and possible murder. You don't think your parents will let you go if they know what you're up to. Cass decided to per- practice, practice by lying about some Little thing, little. Oh, Cass decided to practice by lying, uh, about some little thing. I mean, good job. Something little. Mm-hmm. Something little. Mm-hmm. On Friday nights, her mom always bought, brought home, takeout from the vi- Thai village. Thai village their neighborhood Thai that Thai restaurant. Thai food uh, was Cass's favorite. Except especially liked like like pad Thai noodles except for the egg part <laughs> and beef Sat-ay, satay, satay with peanut sauce. That Friday night, as she carefully nibbled on her beef satay, 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 sat-ay. <laughs> Cass said. So, I learned in Miss, Sol- Miss Stoll's. Stoll's class today why. Satay comes on a steak. Cassa thought we had an agreement about your backpack, and and Cass's said mother Cass's. said Cass's mother, who either hadn't heard what Cass said or or was ignoring it. You notice. I haven't said anything about that new hole in that left knee of your jeans. Of your jeans. The uh, agreement. Ag- agreement was that if Cass stopped wearing her backpack inside the house, Mother, Cass's mother would stop budging her around. The ...bugging her about the condition of her clothing. Normally, Cass would... ...have pointed out... ...that... ...by saying... ...she wasn't... ...saying anything about her whole... ...her... ...that... ...whole... ...her... ...mother was saying... ...something about it anyways. However... Tonight Cass had to a lie to tell. So she didn't argue. Instead, Cass put her backpack on the floor and tried again. So you know why satay comes on a stick. Oh. No, I don't. No wait, on a stick hmm oh. You know why satay comes on a stick? No, I don't, said her mother. Why? Because they don't have any plates in... Thailand. Thailand. In Thailand. Said <laughs> Cass. So, yes. That wasn't true. In fact, they do have plates in Thailand. More... Uh, oh. Moreover... Moreover, Mrs. Stoll hadn't even discussed Thailand that day. Although... Insignificant. Insignificant. (laughs) Insignificant. Yeah, I said that. (laughs) Anyways, it was the first lie Cass had ever told her mother, and she could feel her heart pounding in her chest and her blood rushing to her ears. Her mother didn't seem to notice. Really, they must have put some plates, she said. What about pad... pad...tay? Pad, pad, pad Thai. Well, they have bowls and big plates for serving things, Cass added. In her case, why was too extreme. Her I was too extreme, but no regular plates. Well, I guess we better take your plate away. Then her mother joined, joked, joked, and you can't eat off the table. You might like that. <laughs> Very funny, Mio- Mel. Mel said Cass relieved Mel Mel's her mom's name I think Cass relieved that her mother seemed ready to believe her without you done yeah <laughs> good job you did a really good job okay ready After two pages, tell me one. okay
0: you want to do two and I do two yeah okay um, let's see here. Where did you leave off? Right here? No.
1: no
0: hold on. Wait. Oh, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Very f- I'll just start at the top. And you can eat off, eat off of the table. You might like that. Ha, ha. Very funny, Mel, said Cass, relieved that her mother seemed ready to believe her without asking any more questions. Cass's mother was named Melanie, but everyone called her Mel even Cass, when she wanted to make a point or just wanted to sound like an adult. Since her practice lie had gone so well, Cass decided to go ahead and try to read one. Oh, try the real one. She started by telling her mother the truth because she figured half of what she said was true. Then she was, was on ha- only half lying. I have to go to Max Ernest's house tomorrow, she said. He's this guy from school. You never heard of him. You've never heard of me talk about him before because he's in Mr. Golding's, not Mrs. Stoll's, and he's kind of hyper. That much was true. Then came the lying part. We have to do this science project, she said quickly. It's like one of those you make your own volcano ex- experiments, but you have to build a mountain first. Everybody is matching up with somebody from their other class. The other class, and we're supposed to collaborate on it. Cass's mom could. Cass could tell her mom was only half listening. Tomorrow, she said. It's due Monday. Oh, well, if you're going to be gone, maybe I'll go to yoga. I can take you on the way. He is really close. I can walk. You don't have to. I can take you. The conversation wasn't going the way it was supposed to go. If her mother took her, then her mother would meet Max Ernest's parents and discuss what their kids were doing for the day. Cass's plan would be foiled. Cass, your ears are turning red. Are you upset about something? Well... "'No, I don't know.' "'It was time to take out what are called the big guns. "'Those special arguments you hold on in reserve for emergencies?' Cass screwed up her nerve and began. "'It's just, remember that you said you were going to stop being so overprotective? "'You said it was only because you felt bad that you had to work so much of the time "'and you couldn't always be there yourself.' And that was why you wanted people to be watching me all the time. But you agreed that it wasn't fair that I should feel like I was in jail because you were working. And now it's like I'm a prisoner again. It's not even—it's not even when you're working. And besides, I'll take Sebastian, and he'll protect me. I already asked Larry and Wayne, and they said I could have him on Saturday. The blind dog? Who's gonna protect him? He can see. He just does it with his nose. He's a seeing-nose dog. Remember? "'Okay, okay, if you really want to want to walk, you can walk. "'Just be careful, okay? No disasters.'" And that was that. Cass felt a twinge of guilt at deceiving her mother and employing emotional blackmail to boot, but she managed to stifle it quickly all in. Her first experience with lying had gone pretty smoothly, even if her ears had almost given her away. For Max Ernest, lying proved more difficult. Although the part of his that his parents didn't believe happening actually happened to be true. "You have a new friend," his mother said. "So when do girls talk to you?" asked his father. They weren't just they weren't trying to be as mean as they sounded. It was just that they were surprised. Max Ernest had never had a friend before. The only thing that convinced them the situation had changed was at the appearance of Cass herself. When she arrived on Saturday morning with Sebastian, Cass immediately noticed that something strange about Max Ernest house. Indeed, it was hard to not notice, even from a distance. His house was split down the middle. Half of it was white, geometric looking. A real estate agent like Gloria Fortune would say it had a sleek, modern look design. The other half was dark and wooden. Gloria would probably describe that as warm and rustic. The modern side was Max Ernest's mother's side. The woodsy side was his father's side. When the door opened, Cass saw that the split personality continued on the inside. Neither parent was supposed to cross the other parent's side of the house. Something Cass figured out when she tried to shake Max Ernest's father while she was standing in Max Ernest's mother's half of the entry. Cass almost fell over because she was expecting him to reach his hand out, and he didn't. Um, Hello, Cass, I've heard so much about you, he said, smiling. But I'm not moving from his side of the entry. Oh, but not moving from his side of the entry. Cass, welcome. Max Ernest has told us much about you, said Max Ernest's mother. And Max, as if his father hadn't just said the same thing. For her apparently max ernest's father did not exist and vice versa it was an odd arrangement to say the least when cass commented that she had never seen a house like this before max ernest explained that although his parents were divorced they believed every child should be raised with a in a home with two parents in the house in fact it was the only thing his parents agreed on As a result they lived together but they kept everything of their every aspect of their life separate including the decor of their home. Oh well I only have one parent my mom Cass said so our house only has one style. She was about to add that she liked it just fine that way but then she decided against it. She didn't want to pick a fight and when she saw she and Max Ernest were about to embark on an important secret mission. Despite their strangeness, Cass found Max Ernest's parents quite nice. They were obviously very excited to meet their son's first ever friend, and they treated her like visiting royalty. They let her take Sebastian inside, and each of them immediately giving him a bowl of water, much to the confusion of the blind dog, who was used to be given only one bowl of water at a time. And they didn't even make a fuss when Cass refused to take her backpack off. I'm a survivalist, Cass explained. I have to keep it on me at all times. Terrific, said Max Ernest's mother. It's it's important to be prepared for emergencies. That's great, Max Ernest's father says. Emergency preparation is important. They both said the same thing. Each parent insisted on making breakfast for Cass. Max Ernest's father offered pancakes, then his mother offered, offered waffles, then each offered what the other had offered. Cass had already eaten, but she knew it would be rude not to accept anything. So she asked for toast, thinking that it would be the fastest. In a flash, Max Ernest's mother handed her a piece of toast French bread without, with plenty of butter. Almost as quickly as Max Ernest's father gave her a piece of toast with whole wheat bread and raspberry preserves. Before Cass could finish a single piece of toast let alone both pieces Max Ernest said that they had to go Cass was ready with a story about how they were going to the park to collect materials for their science project but Max Ernest's parents were so thrilled that he had a friend that it didn't even occur to them to ask where the kids were going what happened to your dad asked Max Ernest after the door had closed behind them what do you mean who said something happened said Cass walking quickly away from Max Ernest's house well, you said you only had a mom. Yeah, so you never had a dad. Cass hesita- hesitated, avoiding Max Ernest's eyes. Well, actually I did, she said after a moment. He died when I was three. He was electrocuted.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Electrocuted? Whoa, said Max Ernest, clearly very impressed. Like in an electric kill? Did he kill an electric chair? Did he kill someone? No. It was from lightning, dummy. He was camping and there was a storm. And he was tying his food to a tree branch, you know, so bears couldn't get it. And then suddenly, lightning bolt hit the tree. I'm going to take a guess, but I think she's practicing lying. (laughs) Oh, and guess that was, oh, I guess that was bad luck, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Anyways, it's kind of a secret. I mean, not a secret, just I don't like to talk about it. Why? If he didn't kill anybody or anything, what's the big deal? I just don't like people feeling sorry for me and stuff. I mean, I hardly even remember him. Okay, well, I won't talk about him then. But no buts. We have to call to find out where the magician's house is. Without saying anything more, she headed towards the phone booth and and down the road, Sebastian at her heels and Max Ernest straggling behind. Do you know what a payphone is? You don't know what a payphone is.
1: What's a payphone?
0: Okay, so... Mm, maybe like even 10 years ago when i was little they used to have phones on the side of the road and you would put a quarter in and you can call oh yeah Mm-hmm. okay chapter five is over it is time for chapter two what you go to five from five to two yeah oh okay well then i'm gonna do six you do two okay mm-hmm. bye